Jackie Higgs, Jude Nixon and Mary Walters find their inspiration in the wild places, in places where the land, mountains especially, meet the sea. They've long recognised these similarities in their work, and this exhibition has been designed to show them off. I met up with Jackie and Jude earlier this week, Mary sadly couldn't join us, and started by asking Jude about the curious title, Spoondrift. Spoondrift is an old Scottish noun which refers to three different sorts of things. One is the spray from waves when it's wild and rough on the sea. The spray from waves can be called spoondrift. Equally, if you're on the beach and the sand is being whipped up, that also can be referred to as spoondrift. And then if you go further north into the Arctic fields of ice and snow, as the wind races across the snow fields and whips up the snow, that can be called spoondrift. So these are places, water, beaches, the Arctic that we all go to to work and draw inspiration. Yes, the thing that I think people who know you Will, and for, are familiar with your work will know is just how much you actually like those wild places and the boundaries between yeah. different aspects. I mean, I think as an artist, it's always quite difficult to know what places will inspire you. I can go to very picturesque places and they just don't quite speak to me. And then I can go to wilder places perhaps more remote places and there's something about the place that just makes me want to draw and it stays in my mind and so when I'm back in the studio those are the images that I draw on. Now you've been to places like Shetland and Norway but you've also painted locally as well. (laughs) Yes I mean I think living in Portobello living literally just by the sea and I also go rowing so often I'm out in the sea and seeing the land from the sea is a great experience and and it's something about the quality of the light that you get when you have these huge horizons and when we had the power station which dominated our view from Portobello there was something about that industrial structure which I found really intriguing and and used a lot in my work but now of course it's come down. I'm tempted to say that actually the rowing club because it travels around Scotland gives you so many other perspectives so for example across in Lewis there are wonderful wild vistas there mm-hmm. up at Port Soy. Again there you've got wide open seas. Going up to the Outer Hebrides with the rowing club and, and taking the boat and rowing around parts of Lewis have been really magical experiences. You know all these things cumulatively feed into your practice. It's very hard to identify any single thing. Most of my work isn't purely representational, it's more of an abstraction of the landscape and an abstraction of the wild places. It's an abstraction, but it's very clear what it is. Good, (laughs) good. Well, I hope it sums up some of the feel of those places. Now, what kind of artworks, for example, because it's not just pictures that you do, are actually going to be in this short exhibition? In the exhibition, I'll just be showing paintings, and these are all paintings where I'm using 
pure pigment and a traditional form of glue called size and I think it gives a vibrancy to the work and that's different from the methods that Jackie Higgs uses and is different again from the methods that Mary Walters uses. So the three of us are all exhibiting work inspired by wild places but the type of work is slightly different. So for this exhibition I'll just be showing a limited number of, of paintings, fairly recent paintings, mostly from Koigach near Akhtibui where I was on a research trip there earlier in the year. So to what extent do you three actually complement each other? I think our work is very complementary. I'm certainly very drawn to both Jackie and Mary's work that if I go into an exhibition, I know immediately which is Jackie's work and Mary's. So I feel very strongly that their work speaks to me. You know, I hope the same is true for them in terms of my work. Jackie Higgs has spent a lot of her time in the far north of Scotland and beyond, to the Northern Isles of Faroes and Iceland. So what is it about those areas that inspire her? The remoteness of those wild places, the sea, the locations that are not built up, some industrialised areas, so quite like the industrial mixed with wild places, if that makes any sense. But if you think about places like Caithness, for example... Mm the industry is predominantly from a past age as opposed to now. So you're actually being able to perhaps reflect on change within an area like that. Well, more recently in Caithness, it's mostly been Thurso. I've been going to along that coastline. So I've been going along the coast, kind of plein air work, taking my sketchbook and going along to as far along as Tongue, so stopping off at all these locations. What we haven't done yet is gone up to um, Cape Wrath, and the place before there is where the old power stations, what do you call it? Uh, Dunray. Dunray. So I want to visit there, we've not done yet, and look at all of that side of things. But it's mostly drawn to, I would say, the sea areas and places like that. I've heard it suggested that you actually are trying to do that out in the open with oil painting, is that right? When I go outside with my sketchbook, just to be in those areas, I just take a mixed media pack with me and I just draw outside. So it's anything that comes. It could be the sand comes into the paintings. It could be the oil, watercolours, everything. Leaves, anything. So they may stand in the sketches themselves and just be that work. But more often, I will take them to my studio, backed up by photographs, and they may come into bigger works. I may develop them or they may just stand on their own as these little sketches. So thinking about what Jude was saying about taking an abstraction from it, it sounds very much as you are in the same sort of philosophy, if I can call it. Um, Sometimes that was what I would do or sometimes develop it. It's quite hard to describe. Those little sketchbook type works may just stand on their own or they may be developed into one area. I, I just don't know until they're in the studio, really. But the great thing is they are actually inspiring your imagination and you hope to inspire the imaginations of those who are looking at it. Very much so, yes. Presumably you get a lot of pleasure out of both the travelling and then the development of what is actually mm. on either the canvas or the notebook. Mm. What I could say is the travelling is wonderful, the locations are wonderful, the making of the work 
obviously it's quite can be quite frustrating if you're working outside and the end result for me that can just be a very frustrating experience and sometimes I don't like it at all no but you wouldn't be an artist if you thought everything was wonderful no you wouldn't that's absolutely true you have to be quite humble about it really you have the privilege to try and work in a creative way at all but you, it does come with frustrations I would say so this pop-up exhibition mm. what would you hope that people actually take away when they come to see it that's a very good question. Well, I think it'll be very interesting, the, the three of us working together to see this exhibition. I would hope that people will have a sense of the incredible beauty of our wild places and maybe even feel inspired to go out and be more in the wild places that we have. There are several spaces where pop-up galleries can be found at this time of year, especially in Dundas Street. Each of these exhibitions lasts only a few days. Spoondrift is open now, but is only on show until the 11th of December, that's next Wednesday. Catch it if you can.